This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. We've talked a lot about organized crime and money laundering in this province and in this country. And one of the big concerns for that has been there doesn't seem to be enough kind of legal justice against the people who commit these crimes. In fact, some very high profile cases regarding money laundering have kind of fallen apart at the highest level when they get to the court system. And so that's question that's brought to question actually about well, how are we approaching these crimes and these investigations? Are we doing this properly? And I guess it's something the RCMP has thought about as well because according to the National Post newspaper today, they are reporting that the RCMP is going to tackle organized crime differently by instead now relying on the skills of investigators with a background beyond just traditional frontline policing, but they want a broader range of skills uh, for people who are particularly assigned to the big files like money laundering. They want to see more civilian specialists with backgrounds in accounting and technology to work alongside police officers who are fighting these crimes. Wanted to talk more about this kind of twist and see if we think it's going to work. Joining us now is Sam Cooper, the National Investigative Journalist for Global News, who's covered a lot of these stories. Sam, thanks for joining us. Yeah, thanks, Cindy. I wanted to kind of recap here for people as well, and you've been covering this. A lot of these kind of high-profile cases, they they fall apart when they get up to the, the, the justice level, don't they? That's right. And from the experts that we've talked to uh, in, in courts and law and also uh, policing experts, the big issues are that for many years, the RCMP and really police forces across Canada haven't had the resources or the decision making to fund financial crime investigators. Another big factor is uh, Canada's laws are very stringent on privacy. So that uh, the Charter of Rights is a, an excellent set of laws to protect law-abiding citizens. But what our experts are telling us is that organized crime and mostly organized crime uh, that's global-based have been able to find a lot of protections in Canadian court that make it hard for police and prosecutors to put uh, very violent criminals away because it's hard to get a lot of wiretaps going that uh, and complex investigation techniques that are, it, it seems, easier for police forces in countries uh, such as the United States and Australia. So do you think that the potential for having more like civilian experts could be helpful? Absolutely. And uh, I understand that this is a move that uh, has been underway for quite a while, really, by the RCMP. Uh, I think part of it is to deal with the uh, what they call the attrition of traditional police officers that uh, reach retirement age every year and uh, the new hires of young officers aren't made simply because policing hasn't been adequately resourced across the country. Another factor is definitely the uh, for years we're told by by people that have been on the front lines of these money laundering investigations that there was a bias among the RCMP executives to hire cops with guns and not pencils, as they said. So I think what we're seeing uh, is the RCMP responding to this criticism and they're uh, pitching this new hiring move as definitely, uh, you know, uh, an accounting type organized crime complex investigation focused initiative. But I think there are cost saving measures at work as well. Oh, interesting. So you think it's both here. It's not just about, hey, we want to tackle this better, but we think we can save some money while we do it. 
my understanding in talking to experts in the in the federal organized crime unit for the past year or two is certainly that this this move to hire more civilian investigators has been underway for a while or planned for a while. These would be people that aren't uh, by law required or allowed to carry a gun, but these might be the type of people that are very uh, skilled at connecting the dots and uh, putting cases together. People like accountants, uh, um, you know, chartered uh, forensic investigators, maybe even they'll be looking for people with the skills of lawyers and journalists as well. Right. So just something to get like fresh eyes on this thing. But will this help them kind of legally keep these cases together and moving forward? Well, we're told by the experts that this is the big weakness, that they don't have the experts with the financial crime uh you know, expertise, the people that can can connect, a, let's just say, a transfer from a Vancouver uh, money services business maybe into a real estate development corporation and then bounced over to Hong Kong and Macau. They, the, the police definitely need those type of experts. So I believe from, you know, from talking to people, this certainly will help. But we have to say that, um, you know, that there's definitely, there could be a culture clash between, uh, as we say, you know, uh, the hardened police officers that that do carry guns around, they may have certain attitudes towards investigating, and they may yeah. even look down on people that don't carry the guns. And we've uh, the National Post article pointed towards that possibility. And I certainly know that some people um, might think that cultural block might be there. Because as we all know, and as we've heard about over the last 10 years, the RCMP does have a, a problem with the type of culture that it fosters. Certainly. The, I mean, I, I've talked to people and, you know, there have been issues there mostly centered around um, female sworn officers. Mm-hmm. And those are widely known and reported. But you can envision circumstances where uh, a so-called pencil carrying civilian investigator might think they have a break. And, and uh, you know, yeah. the officers that are carrying guns might disagree. I think we've already seen those types of issues with CSIS, the Canadian Security Intelligence Service, and the RCP in the past, and those have come up in uh, in reviews of botched investigations as well. Do you think any of this, Sam, has to do with any outside pressure that the RCMP feels in in trying to do a better job on the on the file on the on money laundering and organized crime? I do. Um, you know, first off, certainly, uh, as I've said, uh, we, we knew, or I people have known that this this um, initiative was underway. So I think part of what we're seeing is there is certainly a greater urgency to get this initiative, to get these hires underway in response to the uh, the, the media reporting, also to the Attorney General, uh, Minister Eby's um, uh, reporting on Peter German's latest findings. Certainly, I think the RCMP is responding to that, partly with a sort of a public relations um, announcement, as it were, here. But... But definitely, uh, I think they have been strategically moving in this direction as well. So interesting. Sam, thank you so much for your time on this. Thanks, Cindy. Appreciate that for illuminating the story for us. That's Sam Cooper, National Investigative Journalist for Global News.